Hey babes, welcome to Align by Design. I am Amy Elizabeth and together with Liz Coyles, we are Align by Design. We are bringing you human design in a way you've never experienced it before. We take you through the unsexy process of alignment so that you can tap into another level of sexy you didn't even know existed yet. All by becoming the most authentic you. We desire each of you to own your power so that you can fully experience the flow, the ease, the integrity, and the undeniable magnetism and sexiness that alignment brings so that you can create the impact your soul really desires and the income that's abundantly available to you. Let's dive in. Hi guys, welcome back to Align by Design. It is Liz Coyles and today I am joined by Christina LaCary, who is a 4-6 sacral generator and she's a personal evolution mentor. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, we're excited to have you. So, okay, before we kind of dive into everything, why don't you, you know, I know we said personal evolution mentor, but, but what, what do you do? Let everybody know what you do, what, yeah. you, what your work entails. So the, the general gist of it is that I help people realize all of the stuck energetics and frequencies that they have in old programs and patterns. So basically all of the ways that they unconsciously recreate the past. Um, and, and that's why they're not really able to break free of it. So they may have, you know, journals full of affirmations and intended manifestations and, a, you know, vision board and all of the things, but they're not really able to step into healthy, intimate, high level love, or they're not able to break through a certain number in their bank account or scale their business um, because of those programs and patterns that are kind of keeping them from expanding into a new energetic blueprint. I love that. And it's such a, it's such a important part of alignment that can sometimes just get glazed over by by people depending on who you're talking to right of like just 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 say that affirmation out loud and and that so those subconscious beliefs really do kind of drive the bus for us so that's such incredible and important work that you do thank you yeah it's it's i i agree because there was a point in my life when i was very focused on just being positive and just being happy like years ago when i first started and it doesn't really matter if you're just being in the frequency in that moment, if you still have those underlying patterns, because I was still attracting and attracted to the same types of relationships and experiences. So like outwardly, I was appearing a certain way, but because I had those programs that I was unaware of that were, you know, drawing me to these people and these situations, my life didn't really expand until I learned how to notice them, not just in my mind as thoughts, but as, but as frequencies stuck energetics in my body where I could really release them and then consciously choose and decide to expand beyond them. So big fan of not bypassing and, and yeah, definitely something I don't think is talked about a lot within the alignment world. And I think that's where a lot of people can get stuck in, in their journey to alignment is like, but I'm doing all the right things, right? Like what is going on? What is wrong with me? That feeling of like, what more can I be doing? And, you know, we call it unsexy work, but it's really just doing that deep dive because it is unsexy and it's not, it's not glamorous and it doesn't feel good. And you have to confront parts of yourself and, and your beliefs and your past. And, you know, just, there's just, there's a lot of just sitting and sitting in something and acknowledging it. But uh, once you do that, it's such a liberating um, path that you get to take. Yeah. Yeah. I think 
for me, it, it's really started to move the needle when I stopped digging through my past per se. And like from an ego perspective of trying to understand everything and started looking at all the ways that the past was cropping up through lack of awareness in the present. So like checking my bank account and like my body constricting or wanting to make an investment, feeling like scared and noticing that that was the past and kind of looking at it like, okay, I desire this expansion and I'm literally blocking it. Yes, there's a story going on, but my energy is like, ah. so, so much of what I do is less about changing thoughts and more about witnessing the thoughts that we're having and what it's creating in the body and consciously releasing it and then choosing to expand in the present moment to, you know, really catapult into that new energetic blueprint, which then becomes rooted and anchored in your body where you're like, no big deal. I can do that again. I can do more, whether it's money or, you know, something, a new level in a relationship, like you keep expanding because that pattern isn't in your body kind of keeping you in that same momentum. Yeah. And that's where, when those kind of storms hit you or problems kind of arise and when you've already done the work, you can be like, okay, I can do it again because I know what this feels like. And you just, um, you're able to shift through those moments so much quicker. It doesn't feel like as big of a, a weight or it doesn't stop you or, you know, cause it's those, it, it's those beliefs where you're like, say, say it's a money thing and you're like, okay, I'm just, I'm just, I'm going to avoid this part of my being or my business or whatever. <laughs> you, know, you can, you can pretend like it's not there, but it is. And, and at some point you're going to have to confront the, the elephant in the room. So it becomes like, I mean, not welcoming to them, but it's just like, whenever they show up, once you've done that work, it's like, all right, let's go. Like, I don't even, I'm moving forward and we're not going to let this stop me. I'm going to, we're going to deal with it right now and continue on. Yeah. I think that's a huge part of it because it's like, you can't expand until you meet whatever is arising with a higher level of consciousness. And I think a lot of people get stuck in that space of like, I thought I moved through this. Why is this coming up? Where from my perspective, I'm like, I don't know about you, but I can't control my thoughts. I can't control what happens in life. I can just control how I meet them with more awareness and more love and an expansive perspective to really shift into the ne that next place where it's not a problem. Um, and that's been something I've learned in my business, which has been huge because, you know, you get to a certain place and you're like, good, like I know how to let money in. I know how to let things flow. Everything's running with ease. And then you hit a new level and more stuff comes up. And the easiest way to move through it is just to let it be there without becoming it, without making it wrong or making a problem. And just like, okay, great. Seeing where you are, seeing what limitations you're creating. And again, choosing to move beyond them. But I think, yeah, to your point, when you see it, it's less scary. It's like a tangible thing. Oh, I know that story. I know that pattern. I don't want to go there today, but it's okay that it's there. Your energy kind of naturally moves beyond it the more that you're able to have that relationship with it versus you know, maybe just trying to throw a bandaid over it with some affirmations that you don't really believe in that moment and then like kind of make you feel worse. And then again, you're still in that same momentum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I think that, you know, that awareness that you speak of is, is really the, the way to step forward. You know, I, I, when I do readings, people are like, how can I like integrate this, all of this information into my life? And, and it's always awareness. You know, we have to be paying attention to 
like you said, the, the, those thoughts that we're thinking, okay, so let's meet them or the feelings that are arising in our body. What is that? And, and if we don't have that awareness, then we, we're not going to be able to meet them. And with, with building that awareness is when you can, um, really shift. You could just shift them and, and be like, okay, this is what this is. And let's move with that. Or, you know, for your sacral, for example, right? Like your authority, it's like, Ooh, you know, awareness in my body. I'm also a sacral generator. Oh, awareness, in, <laughs> awareness in my body has taught me now, um, you know, what's, what's sacral and what's the mind because the mind always pops up, but the sacral also has a, has its own kind of voice or feeling in my body. And so I'm really able to decipher what's what, and now knowing I'm a sacral authority, that's how I'm going to be making my decisions. I can be like, okay, so that's my mind. That's my sacral sacral. You're going to win. And then we move with that. So that awareness <laughs> is just such a, it's such an important part of alignment and it's really how you can step into your power by tapping into it. Yes, that's a huge part of my business because, um, I mean, as you know, like being a sacral generator, it's like what lights you up? What's so juicy and yummy and inspiring that you can't not do it? And I find myself like Instagram for me is a tool for my business, but like I didn't come to earth to be a social media superstar. So sometimes my mind can get kind of caught up. Like, for instance, I am well, not technically in a launch yet. My my course is in pre-sale mode. So launch in air quotes, but my brain will be like, you should post today. You haven't posted in four days. And I check in and I'm like, does it feel yummy and juicy? And do I feel turned on to share? And I'm like, no, I don't. I want to eat breakfast in bed and watch a movie. Like that is the highest path for me in that moment. And the funny thing is your mind wants to be like, well, how are the, how are the people going to find you? How are you going to know? How's the money going to come in? It's like, because you're in alignment with what is necessary for you in that moment, what's correct for your energy. And that has shifted everything for me. Like I made almost as much money just last week as I did all of last month, just doing that. I was barely online. I didn't even tell people I was doing a presale. They just demanded that I have one. And I was like, oh, you want to get in now? There's no content. It's live. They're like, we want it. I'm like, it's not till March. They're like, we don't care. We want it. I was like, let it be easy. Like, let it yes. be moving into my new apartment and smelling flowers and and having a great time with my partner and just looking at my phone like, oh, person wants to link, person paid. And that's something that I think um, as a generator is really important to tune into that energy because our mind can get caught up in the you know, we love to work, we love to create things. And it's like, yes, but is this in your highest flow in this moment? Or is there something else that's more in alignment? For sure. And I think the the shift there and the root of that is giving yourself permission to, to lay in bed or smell the flowers or do all the things that are juicy and feel really good because we've been so conditioned to think that uh, launching things has to look a certain way and working has to look a certain way. And when you can shift out of out of the shoulds and out of that that way that our brains have been wired to operate and really let yourself let that sacral lead you. It's so beautiful and it feels so good. And people can see that, people can feel that in your energy. And that's where they're like, ooh, I want to be a part of this. It's so <laughs> magnetic and attractive, you know? So okay, so you are relatively new to human design. I know that you're, you know, you're familiar with it, but when you, when you got your reading and you heard that you were a sacral generator and you kind of 
learned a little bit about your energy and how, how it works as a generator. Um, how did, how did all that resonate with you and, and, uh, it's kind of sink in when you heard that that's how you're meant to be operating. I mean, it freaked me out a little because quite honestly, before human design, like I've never really been into, I don't know, this kind of stuff of like astrology or different types where put people in boxes. So I met someone at a cafe and she was like, oh, I do human design. Do you want me to give you a reading? And I was kind of like, oh, it's not really my thing without knowing anything about it. (laughs) And then she just told me a general reading and she blew me out of the water. And it resonated with me so deeply because um, I think what I love about human design is it's focused on energy, which is, you know, what I live, share and teach. So it was definitely more open once I heard that. Um, and it made a lot of sense to me because especially the, the sacral, like yes, no decision-making and tuning into energy. Like I test the energy of absolutely everything. Do I want to wear this sweater or this sweater, right? It's not like a mental, Oh, this one would look good with these jeans. Um, and that was really resonant for me in the sense that like, yes, that is how I operate. And it, it can be when I'm clear, very black and white for me. And my partner has always said about me, my best and worst quality is that I only do what I want to do. And when I heard that was a generator thing, I was like, that's who I am. Like, it's how I'm created and designed. And it was um, really liberating. I think what I loved about it was it's like, hey, you don't have to be something that you're not. This is like actually how you're designed to be. And seeing that in a lot of ways, I'm in alignment with my design was like, oh, cool. So I don't have to put pressure on myself to do something some other way or make myself wrong that I don't enjoy doing some, something that other people do. Yeah. And, and all those things that, you know, we can think maybe are wrong with us or wrong about us. It's like, wait, but actually that that's exactly how I'm meant to be operating. And that's why it feels so good to be operating in that way, because it's how I'm, I'm designed. I love that. And Mm. For you, you know, you, you had a, a big career change in the last year. And so <laughs> let, let's talk a little bit about that because you also, so looking at your chart, you have this defined G center, which is, you know, your compass, your driver, that, that part of you that's kind of pulling you in, in a certain direction. So how, how did it all come about where you, well, tell us a little bit about what you were doing before and then how that shift kind of came to be and and when you knew it was time to to make the jump fully into into your business yeah so i've been working in tv and film for 10 years and i was at a tv producer job for a major studio um and i just feel like the energy started to shift for me where it was like my second week on the job and i felt myself you know tuning out where i wasn't listening on calls And I was kind of like, I just don't give a shit about anything anyone is saying. And usually at work, I'm very involved. So I was kind of like, what's going on here? And I kind of put it on the shelf and kept showing up. Um, But I had just been really expanding in my energy and in consciously creating certain things in my business. And I had just like woke up one day and was like, ooh, what would it feel like to have consistent 20K months? Like a random thought. I tuned into the energy. I played with it. And 10 days later, I had my first 20k so I was like oh shit like I'm powerful and I hadn't really been actively tuning into that energy like I always knew I was magnetic but that was when I really was intentional about it and very playful so I kind of was like well I'm making a lot more in 10 days than I would make in like four months at this job so it just felt like it would be too small um so I decided to take my business full time 
And, you know, so my brother and I are also TV writers and it just made sense to me because I had been basically working as a producer all this time to get to the place to be like, Hey, here's my writing. Let's produce my stuff. And now it was kind of more open to be like, I can do my business, which is what I love. And it's like the spiritual, like energetic part of me and the human part of me. That's like, I like to write comedy and I can work on my own scripts to sell them in my own way, as opposed to a lot of people have very particular judgments. Like you need to go up through the ranks. You need to work on a TV show. You need to work underneath this person. And I was always like, I don't want to do that. I want to write my own show and sell it. And people be like, oh, that's so snobby. And I'm like, no, it's not snobby. It's just where my energy's at. It's what um, I desire. Generator. It's what yes. I want. <laughs> and I'm like, it's what I want. So I don't care how hard it is or whatever. Like that's where my energy is. So it just made sense. I was like time and energy to write you know, in control of my income, like in control of my day, like being my own boss. And it's just been really expansive and, and fluid ever since I really learned how to tap into, you know, my own creative powers and really be more mindful of the balance of my energy, like to the, the self theme and the not self theme of satisfaction and frustration, noticing that balance and being really mindful of it um, to co-create my experience in a really powerful way. Love that so much. And I, and what I think is beautiful about that journey too, is that, you know, your, your passion for writing, that's not what, what changed or shifted. And you kind of just didn't let that be in a box. You're like, well, I, I still want to do that, but I'm going to take this path and I'm not, it doesn't have to be one or the other. I, I get to keep writing because it, it fulfills me and it lights me up and I get to have my coaching business and, you know, you get to have whatever you want, but it's, it's letting yourself just choose that. That is really hard for some people, right? Some people are like, well, it has to be one or the other. And if I'm not doing this or, or, you know, well, you've come this far, so you can't just like, you can't just stop producing now or leave the corporate job now. Right. There's just so there's so many rules that, that people kind of can feel the pressure to follow and to just be like, I can do what I want. It's just so, so powerful <laughs> to own that in your energy. And I'm actually really curious because you have your, your crown and your Ajna defined, which is about 30% of the population. So it's not super common to have both of those defined. So, you know, within that is somebody who's got a very active mind and, um, you know, constantly searching for new insights or relating kind of the past to the present to the future and tying things in and just, just busy, busy. So how do you, um, you know, how do you separate yourself from those racing thoughts sometimes? And how do you give yourself kind of moments to disconnect from your mind and, and really let yourself, you know, sink into moments of peace? So, well, this is another part of my journey we haven't talked about yet, but basically, so I used to have a super loud mind. Like when I first, I mean, I guess if you asked me years ago, what kinds of thoughts I was thinking, I wouldn't know because I was so deep in my mind, I wasn't able to hear them. Um, and I really started reading like The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle and learning about awareness. Um, and then I started realizing how deeply traumatic my mind's thoughts were and how incessant and obsessive it was. Um, and in 2015, I almost checked myself into a mental hospital because of it. Like, I was like, I'm done. I don't know what's going on. And my friend and energy healer was like, I don't think you should do that. I think you're going to teach people mindfulness down the road and you need to be able to master it within yourself. And he was right. But I was like, what? That's such, that's such bullshit. Like it's, I'm suffering. 
Um, so I really had a long journey with um, quieting my mind and disidentifying with my thoughts and being able to create space around them, which is a huge part of my coaching and my courses now, um, where my mind now is pretty much always completely silent. And it's, I mean, years ago, I would have paid everything in my bank account for that. Like, I was just like, I don't want anything else. But I hung out in the space of no thingness for years where, I mean, I, I didn't live as a monk or a Buddhist. I still worked in TV and had a name and everything. But I very much was empty and open where I didn't desire anything. I didn't think about anything. I just wanted to know who I was beyond all of it. And now, maybe the past year or so, I've been integrating like the world of form and the formless. Um, because I do love to create and expand and manifest, but I also know that I need to do it from a place of stillness and peace because again, that not self theme of frustration and my mind will get very attached to particular thoughts of judgment or it's not happening or making up all these bullshit stories. And I have to create that space within myself to tune into this moment and realize all of my thoughts are just ideas. They're not true. They're not real and, and keep coming back to it. So it's something that I've cultivated over time. Um, I definitely make time for myself to just relax and, and be in that nothingness still, but it's something that I really worked on for years to even be able to remotely have like a space between my thoughts because it was not like that at all for me. <laughs> and do you meditate or do you have any practices that kind of help you quiet down the mind? I do meditate, but I don't do it to quiet my mind. I do it because I like flooding my own energy. Um, I think for me, it's, I've just gotten to a place where it is quiet unless I go in and start thinking. But if something's kind of bothering me, then I'll kind of walk myself through it to understand like, what's bothering my mind? Like, what's the root of all of this? What's going on there? And kind of like feel the energy in the body that's associated with the thought to kind of understand like, oh, I'm creating this. The thought is neutral. Here's the sensation it's creating. Here's the pattern it's taking. And, and kind of just bringing awareness to where I'm creating my own suffering. Mm. Yeah, because I find people that have the, the head and ajna defined, they can put a lot of pressure on themselves because, you know, there's that kind of constant ideas or, or um, insights that are kind of popping into your head. And there can be a lot of pressure that they put on themselves to do something with it. And it's like, it's not humanly possible to, to turn all of these <laughs> ideas into something in the outside world. So that's a lot of kind of what I coach on too, is like just, just taking that pressure off of yourself and knowing that, you know, not every idea, like let it, if it's coming, if it's, I always say, if it's coming to you, it's meant to come through you. So if you want to jot it down on a post-it or, or write it, get it out, but don't put this pressure on yourself that you have to act on it or, you know, turn it into this, digestible logical thing that you can then explain to people what it all means because you'll drive yourself crazy. <laughs> that resonates. It's very helpful <laughs> to hear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have a lot of ideas for lots of stuff. I mean, I'm going to be starting a podcast. I'm writing a book. I'm writing a script. I'm writing a show Bible. I'm also creating multiple courses. So I think that that's huge. And a perspective I've really enjoyed is like, it's all unfolding exactly as it's supposed to, right? Like in, instead of trying to rush and, and like, I've got to get this out. I've got to have people understand. It's like the right people find me, the right people are, are like attracted to the vibration, to the right course, to the right coaching offer, to the right, but like whatever it is, knowing that I don't have to put the pressure on myself to make people receive it or understand. It's just like, 
in its own time. That's something that's really been helpful for me. Cause yeah, I did used to feel that way very heavily. Like I felt guilty for a while. Cause I was like, I have all this wisdom and information that changed my life and continues to change my clients lives. And I'm like, I need to share this with people. But then again, my friend and energy healer was like, your job isn't to save the world. It's to share the message and let the people who are attracted to it, like inhale it themselves. So I think that's helped me to kind of like chill out a little bit. And I think the beauty of those, those realizations and those understandings that have changed your life is that they're, they're timeless lessons, right? There's no, there's no rush to get it out. It's not like that realization is not going to be relevant in a year from now or two years from now. It's like Mm. getting it out of, Mm -hmm. out out of yourself and and write the book when, when it feels right. And obviously as your sacral, uh, you know, when you're, when you're lit up and when you're tapped into that energy and then, and just trusting, like you said, of like, I mean, I always just say, when I start to get anxious about that, I'm like, the world is in perfect order. Like, and it really does mm-hmm. just ground me. I'm like, the world is in perfect order and the perfect time, everything will unfold. And, you know, I, and I trust, I do trust that in the universe. And when you can sink into that, you continue to see evidence of it happening in your life and you can really deepen that trust. Mm. And it's so true for your own process as well. Like, I think that our mind, you know, can really judge and label and resist things are that are happening. But it's like, this moment is exactly as it should be because it is, it's happening. So you can flow with it, knowing that it's opening up and aligning for your highest good and in your evolutionary favor. Or you can close yourself off to the energy and judge and label and resist it and, and stay stuck in those same patterns. Um, and then you wonder why things aren't opening up or ease filled or why <laughs> things aren't aligned and flowy because you're blocking yourself off from your own energy with your own stories and stuff. So that's, that's definitely something I catch myself when I go into my not self theme of frustration. I'm like, how can I be satisfied with this moment? Like knowing that it's all part of the path universe didn't get it wrong. It's not like, Hey, that person was supposed to sign that launch was supposed to be different. It's like, okay, thank you. More, please. Yes. Thank you. More, please. Like continuing to be in that open fluid energy. Yeah. And, and that's where in human design, we talk about your magnetic monopole in your, in your G center, but it's, that's that, that, that point of attraction and knowing that there's, it never repels anything. It only attracts mm. your energy only attracts. So it's like, okay, so what's happening within me that I'm not that I'm blocking what I desire to, to attract. And, and the work that you do is really, it's really that it's, it's allowing yourself to see what those blocks are and clearing them so that you can receive. Yes. Yeah. Um, so you're okay. I want to, I want to dive into your completely open heart center. A, A lot of people can struggle with this and just hearing you talk about your, your journey and where you're at, you sound very at peace. And I'm just curious, kind of that, that journey to getting there because that open heart center is, you know, it's, it's willpower, it's motivation. It is, it's the ego, it's self-esteem, it's self-worth. And people with undefined and open heart centers can really, really struggle with the inconsistency there in, in that willpower and, you know, the will to work or the motivation to work. And when that's inconsistent, they can start comparing themselves to how other people are doing it. And then they can start to think they're, you know, that starts to affect the, their self-worth and their self-esteem. And I, I say to people that, that are 
undefined or open here. It's, it's not just about staying in your lane. It's about really, really creating a lane for yourself that when you catch yourself in the comparison, you can come back to and root yourself in that. So how, yeah, just, I just, I'm curious to hear your experience with a completely open heart center. That's really interesting. You say that because I feel like I just released and moved through a lot like ancient ancient programming um, that was sort of connected to all of that within social media probably a few weeks ago. Um, and social media has always had, uh, I mean, since I was like 15 or 14 and Facebook came out, like, I feel like a lot of my stuff, my triggers, my psychological shit was like identified with social media. And so having a, an online business for me has always been a journey of being mindful of those things where, yeah, I definitely have been like, oh, my God, she had a hundred K month. Like, what am I doing wrong? Why is her account growing so much? How come this, like all of those things being mindful of all of those, those patterns and those programs. And I think for me, what really helped me was realizing like I'm, when I'm in alignment with my design, I'm doing what feels best for me. I'm not doing reels just because everybody else is blowing up from reels. I'm not doing you know, daily lives to get more engagement, I'm doing them because they feel good. And so I think that for me, it's like really noticing that's what's going on. But like, knowing that the way that I want to do it is the way that's best for me. And the way that I want to do things is not to try to make things grow, but to do it in my own pace through my own energy. And I realized that comparing myself was keeping me out of my own energy because those people are doing something I don't even want to be doing. Yeah. Right. So it wasn't even in alignment with me. And I'm like, ah, so I think it took a lot of pressure off of me when I learned to just be like the way that I want to do it, the way that I would be like, oh, it'd be so cool if I could just post three times a week whenever I feel like it and just show up on stories whenever my energy feels called instead of making a social media strategy. And then I was like, why can't I? And that's when things started to really shift for me and where, you know, the, the money started being a lot easier and the ideas started coming to me faster because I wasn't putting myself in a box of like growing my account or being a, a social media person. I was just being like, not what do I want to create, but what wants to come through, which is such a different energy without all of that stuff kind of there. So it's definitely been a journey. And I feel like only until a few weeks ago, have I, have I really learned to kind of cross over to that place where I feel more comfortable in knowing through human design, like the way that's easy for me, the way that lights me up, that's the way for me. If, if that's one post a month and it's the juiciest thing I could ever say, like, that's great. And of course I tend to feel more inspired and want to share more, but I've taken away all the rules. Cause I think that was kind of tripping me up. All these people, marketers telling you, you've got to do this, this and that. And my energy was like, no, 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 I don't want to do any of those things. And instead of getting tripped up in the guilt and shame of it all, I was just like, I'm letting it all go. And knowing that if I'm led to something, it's because it's for me. And that's what's really been healing energetically for me. Oh, that's so powerful too, to really come to that, to come to that point. And, you know, what people struggle with in this center is, is that tendency to try to prove yourself, to prove that you're a really good coach or a really great mentor. And, and, you know, what happens is the comparison starts, right? Social media, the comparison starts and you start seeing how other people are doing it. And so you, you know, kind of try to try to show up like that because it's working for that person. So I need to like get on there and I need to start, you know, doing stories every single day and selling in that way. But because it's not energetically aligned, 
the sales aren't going to come. If it's, if it's working for that person, mm-hmm. probably an alignment for that person, you know, and, and then that's where people are like, well, I'm doing all the things and it's not working. Well, because it's not yep. in alignment with your being. And, and it's all, it's all an energy. People can feel that people can see it. You know, it, it feels off when you're like, Ooh, it's just, but it, you can also feel it when it's, when it is right. And you're like, Ooh, gosh, yes. And, and that's where people, I think people can really build trust in you because it's like, Hey, you know, Christina doesn't show up every single day, but when she does, Ooh, I know <laughs> that I want to listen. I know I want to sit there and, and, uh, for myself too, you know, I, 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 I live in that flow and I've created a little structure around it where I'm like, okay, you know, my intention is to show up every day online, but there are no rules within that. You know, if I, if I have a download and I want to share something, I share it. If I, if I don't, I, I won't, <laughs> you know, if, if it's that I want to share a sunset or my tea or my record, then that's, then that's what I share. But it's, you know, the, the structure is, is the intention of showing up every day. And then from there, it doesn't, I don't give myself a time. I don't give myself any rules. And that's really, really liberating because it, it, it just, it's an, it's an authenticity that people can feel rather than, Oh, here we go. She's on like, you know, and, and just taking that pressure off of myself. To sh- I, I was like, when I first started, like even showing up online was a, was a thing in the beginning for me. Cause I'm like, Oh my gosh, just showing my face and putting the phone up there. I'm like, I don't really <laughs> yeah. do that. You know, it felt really weird at first. And I put this pressure on myself to like, you know, have something really juicy to say every day. And it just, it felt icky. And if it doesn't feel good, then that's your body being like, eh, <laughs> this is not right. So I love yeah. that. Just giving yourself permission to, to just live and, and embody what it is that you teach. And when you feel like sharing, you share. And that's, that's really beautiful to, to shift out of the comparison. And the thing is, it's, it, it will, it'll creep up. We're human beings and, you know, it will creep up, but it's really, again, it goes back to that awareness of like, oh, hold on. This is my open heart center right now. We're not, we're not going there. We're not going to come back mm. to the vision, come back to the lane. And that's where it feels really, really good. Uh, yeah. I, you know what happens to me sometimes and it happened this morning is like, I'll go to post something and then I'm like, I don't want to be online today. And I just delete it because my energy's not behind it. And when my energy is behind it is when it's like so many people are like, oh my gosh, it's exactly what I needed to hear. Like I was just thinking about this. Um, and, and I can tell that it's like, it's because of that energy, that open energy that there's something like now is the moment where if I'm just posting something, even if it's a great post, if my energy isn't into it, then I'm like all hanging, like hovering energetically over the space where I don't want to be doing that. So I'm just like, I'm deleting it. I'm going to get back into alignment, take a bath, do whatever. <laughs> totally. And it, cause it, cause you can tell by whether it disrupts your flow or, or sinks into the flow. If, if the flow keeps going and you're just like, you don't think about it, you, you write the thing and then you post then, then that's a line. But when you start sitting there getting tripped up and overthinking, it's like, okay, the flow has been disrupted. Yeah. <laughs> put it on ice and we can come back to it. And that's yeah, actually, exactly. you know, you talking about like going, going, having your bath and then coming back. I think that's a really beautiful thing for sacral beings is that at any moment in time, we can tap into our sacral and just say, what do I desire right now? You know, do I want to, do I want to have a bath? Do I want to go for a walk? Do I want to do, you know, we can always tap into that. And through doing that, we, we raise our vibration, we raise our frequency, we experience joy. And, and I think that's such a blessing to be able to tap into that and shift in any moment to go from that, you know, 
that energy leak to, okay, what am I, I going to do that's going to fill me up right now? Because it's so clear mm. for us. Yeah, it is. And it, it's, once you get into that flow, it's really powerful because you realize you're creating it. And I think before one of my biggest power leaks was thinking that I was waiting for things to happen to make me feel good, investing my sense of self in them. But I quickly realized that unless I was in alignment with my own energy, like things manifesting didn't bring me joy. Me being in joy and then things manifesting brought me more joy because I was already in the joy. So I kind of was like, oh, it's not the things. And so your mind wants to kind of be like, where is all this stuff happening? You know, I'm kind of in the space of not really fully letting myself be expressed and be in that energy until stuff happens. And I think tapping into my design really helped me be like, I'm not waiting for stuff. I don't even really, it's not about the stuff. It's me tapping into my own energy and I can do that at any given moment. And then when the stuff flows, it's like, well, of course it was going to flow from that space. And it doesn't make me feel better. It just adds to the, to the energy I was already feeling that I created and generated in the first place. So I feel like it's like tapping into this really helped me kind of um, beat the game, I guess, because mm -hmm. that was where I hung out for a lot of my life, like very, very attached to the world of form where everything that happened, like, Oh, it was like win, lose, like tug and pull and all the things. And, and my emotions were very much determined by the physical world, which what happens in the world is the most unstable thing ever. It changes every single second. So you know what I mean? Like, I think that learning how to balance into my own energy and be like, what you really love is not the clients or the money or the apartment or the relationship. I mean, you love the energy that you flow and allow to you and then share and, and, and imprint into these things. It's like you're like, life isn't giving you the orgasm. Like you're turning yourself on. Yes. <laughs> that was huge for me to be like, Oh yeah. And it's so interesting even hearing you talk about that because you have this channel going from your root to your spleen, um, 58 to 18. And what that channel is, is a lot of, you know, being able to see, um, what could be improved or kind of this, this desire for like, like the way I look at it is like more and more and better and better. And there can be such a focus on a, a forward focus with this, you know, coming from the root that like driving energy, such a forward focus that you can almost get so focused on the outcome or what you haven't achieved yet that you stop to be like, wait a second, hold on. Like Christina, a year ago is here. Or <laughs> yeah, far, right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, how do you, how do you kind of resonate with that or find, cause it sounds like that was, uh, something that used to be prevalent to that feeling of that forward motion. And then, you know, being able to shift into being so present, like you live now. Mm. You know, that aspect is still something that I'm working on in a sense of dropping in to appreciate the frequency I'm tapping into in each moment instead of just the outcome, because then my mind can take over. And it's like, you know, just as an example, like the money that I make monthly now, if you told me this six months ago, I would have been making it even once or had it in my bank account. I'd be like, what? And you kind of regulate to that place where I'm like, okay, this is great, but I want to expand. It's not that I'm not grateful. It's just that I'm, I'm ready for more. I'm ready for a different frequency that allows me to claim, hold, and receive something else. Mm -hmm. So I think that I sometimes can uh, notice that I have resistance to being like, hey, you know, um, say I, like, I'm like, okay, I wanted five new clients instead of, you know, I'm like, hey, there's one client that just came in. That's 
on the way to five instead of just like, oh, where are the other four? Um, And I think that that's something that opens my energy up a lot to appreciate it and letting go of the timeline and letting go of the way things look to see that it's all adding up versus just being attached to the specific outcome because my energy is not really interested in the outcome. Like I said, I'm more interested in the energy that it's like, whoa, and then this person paid and this person signed up and this thing happened. Um, And I think attaching to the outcome and not appreciating and creating the momentum around all of the things coming in really keeps me from seeing what I'm already creating. So definitely not perfect at that at all, (laughs) but it's something that I'm like bringing awareness to, to be like, not in a way like, oh, you should be grateful, but like, hey, like relax, put the energy into it that you want to feel instead of just being like, eh, it's not the full thing yet and, and creating that momentum. Yeah, we, we rob ourselves of so much joy by focusing solely on the outcome and what we don't have yet or what we haven't accomplished yet. And it really is all about the journey there. And it's like, it, it will feel empty when you get there. Like you said, it's just, you don't feel that. It's like you, you've achieved all these things and you're like, okay, but what now? You know, yeah. and it's just such a, ooh, it's, I, I don't want to say boring way to live, but like a sad, it's a sad way to live. You're, you, you rob so yourself sad. of, you know, <laughs> Abraham Hicks, actually, she, there's a quote, one of my favorite quotes that she says, which is a happy life is just a string of happy moments. And most people miss the happy moments because they're so busy chasing the happy life. I was literally just going to ask if you know them and talk about that exact quote. And when you started saying that, I was like, she's going to say it. She's going to say that quote. <laughs> it's so good. I love it. It's stuck with me for years and it's, it's really taught me to, to ground myself in that. You know, I, I had a professional singing career in Canada for five years and I was so focused on you know, like I, my song got on the radio, which was great, but I wanted to get a number one hit and it peaked at number 10 or something. And and so it's like, I wasn't there, you know, and I'd get messages all the time from people being like, I heard your song, like from all over the country. I heard your song in this random deli today. Oh my God, I heard your song here. And, and in that, in that time I was like, oh yeah, I, I know that it's playing all over the country because I get radio reports. And I just was so focused on getting the album out and getting this and, and I really robbed myself of a lot of being present for, for that time of my life. And it was a couple years ago. And as actually when Abraham Hicks came into my life that I don't know why I went back on a bunch of old messages and I just saw my inbox flooded. And I was like, wait, that was so cool. That was so cool. And <laughs> yeah. I didn't get to be present in that moment. And that was, that's one of the biggest lessons that I've learned in life because I was like, oh, I just, I went back to like hug my younger self to be like, it's, a, it's okay that you weren't present, but also like, let's not do that anymore. Because <laughs> let's just not, you know, life is so beautiful and the journey is so beautiful and, and just don't let yourself, don't, don't rob yourself of celebrating all those accomplishments because you're not exactly where you want to be yet. Mm, yeah, it's so, you know, I think that it's hard being on social media for that reason, because you look at everybody's highlights and you forget that everybody's had a journey. And I think a lot of people kind of share things like, it's like, you should get exactly what you want by the time you want it. Otherwise you're not in alignment. And it's like being in alignment isn't just about feeling good when things are going your way, but about feeling good with the way things are going 
knowing that they're opening up and, and expanding and that it's happening over your lifetime. And yeah, things can fall out of the sky really quickly, but it's not just about short-term desires coming into fruition. It's about being the person who's an energetic match to that expansion. And yeah, I totally, I love that quote so much. It's so important because we are, we're like looking for all those things to fall in place. So then we can feel good, but it's like feeling good now is what you want. And you don't have to wait for those things. And if you're waiting for those things, you know, I think that's why a lot of like really wealthy people or celebrities like kill themselves because they're like, I have 500 million followers. I could post a, a picture of my thumbnail and it could get 20 million likes. I have all the money in the world. I have all the things and I'm still not happy because they haven't, and I won't generalize every single person, obviously, but, but it's like, because until you learn how to connect with yourself and flow your own energy of like, I'm the one that, that creates these sensations and experiences and chooses how I feel, you're always seeking, you're always running. And then that thing is like, it's a high in that moment, but it's ultimately empty. And so, yeah, I think being a generator has taught me a lot to be like, I'm the creator of this experience. Um, instead of just, you know, okay, great that I have a, a sale come in. I like feel it in my body of, Ooh, the energetic exchange of me getting to help someone and them feeling expanded so that I can consciously keep creating this energy. So again, I'm not just kind of blindly like, all right, great money, numbers, things. It's like putting the energy I want to feel into everything I'm doing on purpose. Yeah. And not making it mean anything when you're like, oh, I desire five clients and I got one this month when I wanted five. It doesn't mean anything about you. It doesn't mean any, doesn't mean the program is less valuable or your work is less valuable or anything like that. It's like, it just, that's what came in and the rest is on the way. And you can really sink into yeah. that rather than making it mean that you're not enough. Mm, oh yeah. All the stories that we make about things that it's, it's so powerful where we can notice where we're giving our energy away because, um, it's like, what does that even mean? Who, who created those rules? Who said this means that, and that's where so much of my expansion has come from rising. Like I said earlier, all the ways that I create suffering for myself. And then that blocked off a lot of the insights and the wisdom and the inspiration to create certain things or to say certain things because you're kind of caught up in that mind loop. So yes, I know that life very well. <laughs> um, Christina, it's been so lovely to chat with you and just, you know, dive into the energetics of joy and alignment. Um, let people know how they can work with you and where to find you and, and all the, all the things. Yeah. So, I mean, Instagram's pretty much my, my one and only right now. And my handle is Christina LaCarrie, K-R-I-S-T-I-N-A-L-I-C-A-R-E. It's pretty much where I show up whenever I feel very consistently, but like we said, when it feels aligned. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. We will, we'll link that in the show notes so everybody can find you there. And yeah, thank you so much for just showing up and, you know, sharing so much of your, your, your good vibes. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you. Align by design.